Hi, and thank you for joining me. My name is Jerry Wise, and I'm a relationship expert and coach. I'm also the director of the Center for Self-Differentiation. And you have tuned into the video, uh, Five Stages of ACOA Recovery, From Acceptance to Self-Differentiation. I've had a number of folks that I've worked with who have asked me many times, Jerry, what does the recovery process look like? Uh, I read the books or I do this and I, I really, it's really hard to put my uh, arms around the process of recovery for adult children of alcoholics or ACA, the adult child of an alcoholic. And so I thought I would do a video to kind of outline those stages. In this video, of course, I can't expand on every possible element of each stage, but I'd like to give you a little thumbnail uh, approach that I use and the stages that I think about for someone who's recovering as an adult child of an alcoholic or a grandchild of an alcoholic or addict. So what is the first stage? Um, Oh, and before I get to the first stage, I do want to mention another thing. And that's, I've mentioned many times in my videos about ACOA and adult children of dysfunctional families, those of us who grew up in dysfunctional families, not having good maps, good emotional maps or good maps about relationships or good maps about life. And so I thought I'd give you a little insight into what I mean about those maps. And those maps are about knowing what is normal. And we need a map, or there are a number of maps, knowing what is normal for internal emotional experiences. For those who've grown up in alcoholic homes, those who've grown up in very dysfunctional families, the one thing we lack is an internal emotional experience healthy map. We don't know what our insides are supposed to act like, feel like, and be like. What is normal for internal emotional experiences? We don't know because those who grew up in alcoholic homes had such a, a chaotic, abandoning or shaming, cut off all kinds of abuses and uh, dysfunction going on mostly what people have grown up knowing is a highly intensive reactive inside. And that's kind of their map for what is normal for emotional experiences. And I don't think that's what's normal. I think that's what ACOAs and adult children of dysfunctional families have grown up to know as normal. Another map is knowing what is normal for intimate relationships knowing what is normal for relationships with other people uh, who are not significant others, knowing what is normal or having a relationship, emotional map for our relationship with ourselves. We don't have that normal map. Uh, a normal, uh, knowing what is normal in viewing our family of origin life growing up in a rather objective way. It's very difficult to view your 
uh, family of origin in an objective way. An objective way is a healthy map. A non-objective way can be a very reactive, confusing map. Uh, knowing what is normal as a self-differentiated person. We don't have that map. Knowing what is normal as a self-differentiated person in a relationship. We don't have that map. Um, and then we don't see life through a family systems approach that I talk about often in my videos of life or recovery. We don't use a systems approach. We tend to use an A causes B causes C approach rather than a more mobile oriented approach in which you have a mobile in which all the pieces are hanging on it and you tug on one piece and it moves the entire system because the entire system is completely connected. That's more of a family systems approach. So now let me uh, begin again with stage one. And because achieving, experiencing these maps often comes in stages. Stage one is acceptance. And of course that's insight into our ACOA past and present. In other words, how it occurred and what was going on in our past and that it even went on and that it may be connecting or affecting me today. You would not be, you would not be, um, uh, you would be surprised at how many people do not believe growing up in an alcoholic family affected them and that it doesn't affect their present day life. Of course, that's living in denial. And so that acceptance phase is gaining insight to know it did affect me and it does affect me now. Uh, we also in this stage take on the ACA awareness as a responsibility, not as an excuse. It doesn't mean I can continue to do whatever I want or act as crazy or be as unhealthy as I want. And during this stage, we take on ACA awareness as a responsibility versus an excuse, and we begin to take responsibility for our lives and not just live an unexamined life, an unexamined life in which we are just reactive and reacting uh, out of our ACA past and having it influence our present and not being aware of either. This is a stage in which we choose to learn recover, interact with healthy others, because we haven't been doing that. Probably we've been in relationships with not very uh, healthy folks, whether partners, friends, work, uh, co-workers. Uh, we have chosen some folks that fit our ACA maps. And now we begin to get in contact with um, sponsors, meetings, therapists, coaches, uh, people who want healthy and good uh, lives for us and also are aware of our past and how it can affect us and are accepting of us and understand us. This is a phase in which we also face some addictions and behaviors which are self-destructive because oftentimes ACOAs have been into addictive behaviors workaholism, alcoholism, drug addiction, uh, severe codependency, in which these are very self-destructive. 
and it's a time of doing the first step of the 12 steps and doing the first step for ACA. And there are good books on, online that you can order, the ACA Red Book and the 12-step Yellow Workbook, which is excellent online that I would recommend for uh, everyone. Just look under ACA Worldwide Services on the internet and you can find those resources. So again, this is stage one, acceptance. Now we have stage two. Stage two is seeing the old normal as my old and present normal. In other words, the normal that I had growing up in an alcoholic home, I see it as truly the old normal that I had, and I see it now in an unhealthy way rather than an in denial way or without insight. I begin to look at it and go, that really is the normal that I had. And I see how it may be affecting my today's normal. So we begin to see those two things, in a, uh, those, the old normal, as my old and present normal. We learn how dysfunctional things were for us and how they are for us today. Our eyes begin to become more open to seeing it in the, across the board of our lives. This is a stage in which we might take a look at Janet Wojtis's book on adult children of alcoholic and, and reading all of her traits of, of adult children of alcoholics and the research that she has done for adult children of alcoholics. Uh, we get the ACA book, the 12-step workbook. We begin to see how it affects our lives in, in its entirety. For example, I had one client, call her Sally, and she began to see her mother was alcoholic. And she began to see how she spent her childhood with her mother as an alcoholic. Now again, for her, as it's always hard for the fish to see the water that they swim in, the adult children of alcoholics, when we grow up, it looks very normal. Now, it may not have been fun, we may not have think it was right, or there was something wrong with it, or that mom was not well, or, you know, I wish it had been different. But we really don't have a lot of insight into it. And now in this stage of seeing my old and present normal as the normal that it was, we, Sally begins to see how she was protecting her mother, covering for her mother, giving excuses for her mother. Um, uh, she was parentalized as a child, meaning she became the mom for the other siblings, or the surrogate mom. Uh, she became mom's therapist and confidant, um, and she learned to deny and submerge her needs to the point of denial of those feelings or needs. Um, she begins to realize how stepping back and looking at the little Sally that she was wounded, angry, hurt, shamed, and abandoned since childhood. And she had never really seen that before. There's one thing nice about denial. We don't see some of those things. Now, unfortunately, by not seeing them, we also block our way to healing and recovery. So I wouldn't recommend we continue to stay in denial about some of the pains and the past that we've had. 
then Sally begins to realize not only her old normal, but her new normal now, which is the old normal in her, in her adult life. She picks Phil as a self-absorbed workaholic as a husband who's very self-centered, doesn't really care about her or the kids, and she finds that she has, uh, is, is experiencing her childhood all over again in her marriage. It just has new names, new faces, but the same experience. And now we have stage three, which is learning a new normal. Not the old normal, but a new normal. We may enter into therapy, we begin to dig, and we begin to have a place where we can feel safe, uh, where we can find and have reality checks, because we really didn't get the memo. We didn't get the life manual as to what's right, wrong, good, bad, uh, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And we learn what life was supposed to be like, which nobody ever told us. Our parents didn't tell us. Often others didn't tell us. We may have had some other caregivers who were better at that. And by the way, everyone has their own unique experience growing up as an ACA. Not everyone experienced the same pains and struggles in the same way. Some may have had a very supportive grandparent or grandparents who were there for them a lot when they had an alcoholic parent. Um, so there can be some twists and turns on our childhood and what we experienced. Or an uncle and aunt who took a great interest in us. Or maybe even a, an older adult sibling who was a good role model for us when our parent was alcoholic. Uh, we begin to take a look at books like John and Linda Friel's book. I thought I had brought it out here. Uh, like... An Adult Child's Guide to What's Normal. John and Linda Friel. And again, it's, it's a way of beginning to know what is a new normal? What, since I didn't get the memo growing up, what is the memo that I didn't get that my other friends seem to know, that other adults seem to know, that other people's marriages and lives seem, seem to know? How come I don't know that? Well, now we begin to find out what it is that we didn't get the memo on. And again, this is a stage that's full of growth and awareness of what life should have been and is a stage of healing our ideas of what is normal, our expectations of what is normal, and boundaries for what is normal. Again, we be can begin to learn to say no, or we begin to go, boy, that's not very healthy. Oh, that's a lot more healthy. We begin to have a different ruler that we use to measure things. And that's learning this new normal. I think another part of learning the new normal is learning uh, a new normal for guilt. You know, there's a number of guilts. And most people, I remember teaching a, a workshop on guilts. Uh, there's uh, psychological guilt, spiritual guilt, Societal guilt, family guilt, self-guilt, and there are others as well. And there's a whole bunch of guilts. And for the adult child and alcoholic, many times we see one guilt, all guilt is equal. 
all guilt is the same. If I feel guilty, then there's something wrong. Well, no, maybe I feel guilty because that's a manipulation or a pattern that I had growing up in my family of origin and isn't a healthy guilt at all. Uh, certainly there can be a healthy guilt when we've done something wrong or chosen bad choices or behavior. I think guilt is normal for a person, but there's a whole bunch of other guilts besides healthy and normal guilt. So stage four, achieving the new normal. Now that we know a new normal, now we're going to achieve the new normal. And by the way, in the stages, not everybody progresses in the same way. This is not a cookie cutter. You get on a, on a, uh, um, a belt and just go through the stages uh, all the, in the just the right order. Uh, there's lots of crossover in these stages, but it might help you to think in these terms if you're wondering, how do I recover as an ACOA? And during this achieving the new normal stage, stage four, that's when we begin to heal that inner child. We kind of have to know what's normal before we can kind of dig in and deep deeply heal deep wounds and healing the inner child within us. Uh, that's when we begin to explore feelings more deeply. We grieve the loss of our childhood. We grieve the loss of not having a normal family of origin. Uh, we uh, face the abuses of many kinds that many ACOAs have experienced, physical, sexual, emotional, uh, financial, uh, there are all kinds of abuses, neglect, and dealing, begin to face those abuses. And again, this stage is a stage of not running away from these pains, wounds, and hurts, but going through them and beyond the pain. So instead of running away from the painful experiences, we run towards them to go through them and beyond. Because most of us have spent most of our lives running away from those feelings, pains, and difficulties. Then there is stage five. Stage five is, as the, in the old book I remember, The Road Last Traveled. It, it, oh, and that's also a, a, a literary quote. The road last traveled of self-differentiation. Taking the road last traveled, stage five is that of self-differentiation. This is the stage of becoming. The previous stage is a stage of healing. This is a stage of becoming and learning to become very astute and very wise when it comes to relationship patterns, and how relationship systems work. This is the stage in which we become the real, authentic, and true us, or the true you. This is a stage of putting it all together. During this stage, we learn to see processes and patterns versus just all the content that's out there. In other words, we don't see how we resolve arguments, simply, or conflict, conflicts in a simple way, we learn to see how conflict and arguments are a symptom of a larger part of the system. 
In earlier stages, we learn how to resolve conflicts. Will you do this or do that? Such as being assertive. We have to learn and need to learn the skills of assertiveness. Uh, saying, I desire, I want, this is what I choose. Um, and that's earlier stages. This stage is about putting it all together and beginning to see how my self, sense of self is very connected to the entire system. And so learning how to navigate that system can really make a difference in me becoming me. Uh, and really, I think taking on a family systems perspective is a really healing way to do that. This is a stage of defining self while staying connected to others. Other stages, we may need to cut off some folks in our life because we're not strong enough to be ourselves while staying connected to them. And we may need to retreat uh, in earlier stages. This is a stage where we really do uh, focus on defining self while staying connected. Uh, building a strong emotional backbone. Um, achieving less enmeshment and fusion with others. And we begin to build a tougher emotional skin. And I really just call that maturity, where we grow up and become the age that we are. Uh, and we become the 43-year-old adult that we are, rather than so often reverting back to being the 15-year-old, the 20-year-old, the 13-year-old. But we really do live as that adult that we are. It's moving from the child experience within us, which is, I think, what ACOA life causes and can, has it continue into adulthood, to the adult that we are. And I think that's what we lacked, and that's what ACOAs lacked in their family of origin, is they did not learn to model, see, achieve, feel, and experience what it's like to be an adult, a healthy adult. It's also a time where we begin to, on the, the scale of self-differentiation, 0 to 10, 10 being the most, 0 being the least, that we begin to move from like a two up to a six, or we move higher on that level of self-differentiation. And other videos I've done gives you a better idea what I mean by self-differentiation, and you can watch those. Um, I think one aspect is reducing the feel-think experience, which is so common for ACOAs, and for all of us who grew up in dysfunctional families, uh, that we achieve a real separateness between feelings and thinking. Uh, feelings don't dominate our thinking process so much. And I think for those who are, are immature, if I can use that word, and I don't mean it in a demeaning way, those who are still struggling in their dysfunction, feelings dominate their thinking and their lives so much, but in an unhealthy way very reactive. Uh, you'd be surprised how much feelings control what you think. In this stage, stage five, we begin to reduce how much feelings control what we think, and we begin to decide what we think, and then feel when we choose to and desire to feel. 
We reduce triangles, we reduce cutoffs, we reduce fusion in this stage. Uh, we find ourselves tolerating our toxic families uh, more easily, uh, not codependently, but maturely in terms of accepting them the way they are and their arrows just don't go in. As they try to wound us or try to hit us with an arrow, we're able to maneuver just like a bullfighter and let the arrow go right by the bullfighter's cape and we don't get gored. Most of our lives we've spent getting gored. In this stage, we begin to step aside and let it go by. Not codependently, but in a way of detachment where, you know, it really doesn't matter. Uh, it really doesn't. And we genuinely feel that in our core. Uh, we tend to observe more about our dysfunctional family, more about the life around us, rather than absorb it all the time. We're more observers and learn to be more observers. Um, we can talk um, and act like the adults that we are, as I've mentioned. And in this stage, much more as well, but I wanted to give you some cues and clues. Uh, I really do specialize in stage five for adult children of alcoholics because it's one of my most favorite stages. And I've worked very hard to work on that stage of recovery. And that's why I have a lot of people seeking me out because they've maybe been in recovery for a number of years, but have kind of stayed stuck in uh, stage four or stage three and have just not been able to move on. And I think there's more to move on to. What I'd like to uh, share with you is that if you'd like to learn more about these stages, of recovery or if you feel stuck in a stage of recovery I hope you'll give me a call send me an email that's an excellent way to get a hold of me you can contact or learn more about me at uh, www.familytreecounseling.com you can also see my contact information on the screen I have clients all over the US and some foreign countries contact me for Skype or FaceTime professional help you can join me in my office or online please join our Family Tree Counseling channel on YouTube. And I hope that you will share uh, my videos with your social media. They are free and we try to provide good content for uh, and good information for those who are hurting and struggling. And I want to tell you, thanks for listening today and have a great day.